You're listening to The Wally Show podcast. You can hear the live version every weekday morning through the Way FM app or following along with us at wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. News can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish. Here's Betty. A man in Michigan, Keith Stonehouse, he was chilling at home with his six-year-old son, Mason, just trying to figure out what they were going to do for dinner. Keith got out his phone and opened up the Grubhub app. It's a home delivery food ordering service. But at some point, he was probably thinking, oh, I'll order something from Grubhub. But at some point, he got uh, he, he got distracted by something. And so he had to take care of that. But he left his phone on the couch to take care of it. Not too long after, Keith's doorbell rang. And it was a Grubhub delivery guy dropping off a food order at Keith's store. But before Keith could even ask the guy what this was all about, because he hadn't ordered anything, the guy was already in his car and driving off. Yeah, they just drop off and leave now. You don't even have to have an an interaction. Exactly. Before Keith could figure out what was going on, more orders started arriving. He called it, quote, a parade of deliveries. (laughs) That's when it hit him. Keith had left his phone unlocked on the couch with the Grubhub app open, and Mason, his son, must have gotten a hold of it and started ordering up to a thousand dollars worth of food. So he ordered multiple orders, Pitas. chili cheese fries, the chicken pita wraps. He ordered multiple orders of that, multiple orders of ice cream, nice. pizza. So if you're a kid, you're like, this is the best day ever. Exactly. It's all free. Exactly. <laughs> Thankfully, Keith's bank noticed a $400 order from Happy's Pizza. <laughs> they put a temporary hold on Keith's card for possible fraud. Oh. While the whole situation angered Keith at first, it did turn into a good learning lesson for the child. Mason was able to gift some of the food to their neighbors, and the rest of it was stored in a freezer for leftovers. Keith and his wife also used it as a money management moment. Mason has a piggy bank that means a lot to him, so Keith took out a quarter for every order Mason made. Oh, that is, honestly, that is really good parenting, like, because this, what, how is it? Eight years old or six. What, six. He's never going to pay this back. And you can only scold him or ground him so much. Right. But the idea of a one-for-one, look, you ordered this, and now it's going to cost you this, that's really good parenting. Exactly. And Keith came in on the tail end. He did pretty well because Grubhub approached them and offered them, uh, the whole family, a $1,000 gift card. Oh, wow. To which which Mason is like, you're welcome. I think <laughs> yeah. you owe me a little piece of that. I know some money management too, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I'm falling Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. And that's, of course, Torrin Wells and his song, Known. And it doesn't get much better than Torrin as an artist. He's so good, and I love the music that we play from him. But I really like the stuff I hear from him as well, like on his Instagram, and when he's kind of bringing insight in the word, like, the guy's got it all. You oh, know? yeah. And Gavin, you found something really cool from him, too. Yeah, he was... Invited to be or to give like a sermon at the church that he does, and he does that every once in a while. I believe he's the son of a 
former pastor. Mm, that checks out. And so when he's up on stage, A, obviously he kills it musically, but he has just such a good stage presence. And he was asking this question, like he's got his song known, and he is asking the crowd, what do you want to be known for this year? Are you known for being the valedictorian of your class? For your career? For the things that you have accomplished? Are you known for climbing the corporate ladder? You want to be known for your Facebook rants? For <laughs> being the parent to your children? Your glory invested in their success? I actually understand this because sometimes you just kind of you live life and all of a sudden you get labeled as something and mm -hmm. you're known for something and, and never was your intention per se. You know, like for me, I, I have been known as a hard worker my whole life. My dad instilled that in me. Work hard. D work matters. You know, and, and so in this industry, I've built a reputation of a really hard worker. But then the lesser known part of me is a good father like I would I would I think now looking back on it because I put my whole identity in my work and I and I think looking back on the years of that would I rather have someone say oh yeah Wally was known for being the hardest working guy in radio or Wally was really known for being a great father that's the one you good yeah I'm good that's that's the one I think it is something that we need to consider and think about because at some point we are gonna find ourselves at the end of our lives and we're gonna want to be known for right. something and so it's important now that we have the time to really consider that and if we need to make changes do it and I think this is a good exercise to go through because I mean obviously it just got me like the reality of it it's like okay what are you known for what have you built your life being known for but then self-reflect a little bit and go all right well what do i want to be known mm -hmm. for and the good news is it's not too late to make that change exactly you go at that just as hard as you went at the other thing you were known for or maybe you got known for something kind of accidentally you know and and that's like that wait that's not me that's not what who i am this is what i want to be known for so we'd love to get your uh, take on this right now 855-33-WAY-FM that's 855-33-WAY-FM what would you rather be known for and how do you make that change? So I've tried to in my career, I was the same way, really tried to work hard up the ladder. Now later on in my life, more maturity is I manage about 20 guys, 20 employees, and I want to be the, the constant in their life. The one that they see that uh, um, they go, man, what does he have that, that I need a piece of? Or the fact that they know that they can come to me. There's a delicate balance between the boss and also being the rock because they walk a million other miles in their shoes that we know nothing about. Dale, I'm telling you that your employees will definitely benefit in a positive way from you when you have that outlook, when you're trying to live up to that. And also, too, it's so important for us to have a deeper purpose in our work. When you're looking out for others, looking out for your own employees and wanting to be known for something better, man, that's a huge purpose and something that'll help get you up at the beginning of the day. Yeah, I have a sign that a lady made for me a long time ago. It says, you are now entering your mission field. And now I take that sign and I hang it above my side of the office door. So as I walk out of my office to go to the shop or to the guys, I want to remember that that's my mission field. So good. That's healthy for you, but man, they're going to benefit as well. I appreciate you being on, Dale. That's a great take on this. Thank you, man. All right. Have a great day. So what's your story along these lines? About six years ago, I used to play a lot of tournament softball, a lot of softball, and through that environment, I partied a lot, so I was out drinking, I was just doing whatever that I thought would be fun. 
even to this day, I hear stories about all that stuff. I'm like, wow. So your past was you like drank and partied a lot, and that's kind of what you're known for. It's like, hey, here comes Michael. Give him a beer here. Crush it on his head. He's pretty amazing, you know? <laughs> yeah. So what do you want to be known for now? Just to continue to being a great dad to my five-year-old daughter as a co-parent, where that's the thing that I look forward to every day. And everybody I know goes or like, yeah, his daughter comes first. People ask me to play tournaments, want me to come out. They're like, no, you won't get him away from his daughter. So people have already seen the change and, you know, they know that I'm strong. They know I don't drink anymore. They know I don't do any of that stuff anymore. Boy, what a great legacy to leave, too, is that you were someone that loved your kid and, you know, don't even try to have anything that will come between Michael and his daughter. That's a great, great legacy that she's going to benefit from, too, as she gets older and, and then becomes a mom herself. Yeah, exactly. And that's your focus, your priorities shift, you know, and that's how it goes now. Having a child, that's your primary ministry until they're old enough to be on their own. And So cute. Michael is a young dad. When they're 18, they're on their own. It doesn't happen. I got a 24-year-old, and I'm still being a parent. (laughs) Well, you're always going to be a dad. No, I'm still supporting this kid some. (laughs) Michael, I love it. You've hit a life grand slam with this realization, man. Thank you very much. Lifting Way of Him, this is The Wally Show, and we've been talking about Tornwells, and you know he has the song known, but he, he put forth this question of what do you want to be known for, and uh, it dawned on me, too, that Gavin, something he's known for, and this has a connection to uh, Tornwells, is Gavin is known for being the shortest person on the show, um, and... He's- He's not the shortest person. He's known on the show. for it. Y'all are tied for that title. I, I'm a little taller, and so no, this is not. what he's known for okay. in my world. Okay. And so I had written a song for uh, Torin to sing uh, for Fully Known called Fully Grown about Gavin's height. And Torin was so awesome, he actually did it. I don't think he wanted to, but this is what I love about Torin. He's like, all right, let's do this. And he was all in. And I got to tell you, he absolutely crushed it. We have a video for it. Yeah, if you want to go go to wayfm.com, you can see it there. You can also text the word SHORT to 91979. We'll send you a link. That's SHORT to 91979. But please enjoy the best song Torin Wells has ever performed. This is so disrespectful. <laughs> If you've been vertically challenged your whole life, you can This is so unusual, I'm crying. Life down here is tough, and I'm not lying. And I need a booster seat just to drive. I've been this hype since I was five. And I don't need constant reminding. Wally, I'm fully grown. And I'm five foot two. Won't grow no more. No matter what I do, I can't stand in front of my own home. People think I'm a garden gnome. I'm fully grown. At five foot two, I'm fully grown. Nice. That was fantastic. 
I had forgotten how funny that was. <laughs> that was really well written, but I don't want to give you too much credit because you will think that that kind of activity is okay yeah. to do. Poor Gavin. He's probably crying right now. Credit taken. Thank you. Uh, and again, if you want to see it, just text the word short to 91979. In my family, we kind of have a motto, and it's finish strong. And I wanted to instill the idea in my daughter from a young age that it's easy to start something, but it's harder to see it through to the end. But when you do, it feels so good. I started and finished two degrees at Colorado Christian University, and I'm so glad I did. So why not start your degree in 2023 so you can do more in 2024? Some of CCU's degrees can be completed in a little over a year. Like in the healthcare industry, you can finish your RN to BSN online nursing program with nine courses in as little as 14 months without changing your work schedule. Plus, if you started somewhere else and have not finished yet, make this your year to get it done. CCU has a generous policy for transferring credits from other colleges. In fact, you can even get a scholarship for transferring credits. So don't put it off another day, because when 2024 rolls around, you could be finishing up a degree or wishing you had started in 2023. Colorado Christian University is a nonprofit impact partner committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. Uplifting Way FM. We definitely need a little more of this in the world. Oh, that's how you do it, kids. (laughs) It's the Wally Show. So there was a teacher in Connecticut named Jenna who had an eight-year-old boy transferred into her class. And teachers have a hard job, but I love seeing ones that go above and beyond. And uh, she said this child was really shy, sometimes would just cry out of nowhere. And I think it was a lot for him transferring mid-year and being the only kid in the classroom in a wheelchair. It took him a long time to warm up to everybody. See, this little guy, Nate, uh, didn't have parents in his life. Had some physical problems that stemmed from a blood clot that he got from sickle cell. Oh and doctors had to remove both uh, lower parts of both of his legs, his left arm, three fingers on his right arm, part of his ear. So, I mean, this little guy had a lot going on. This is hard. I know. So, Jenna felt instantly connected to Nate and wanted to help him. And so, when he was hospitalized, she went to visit him and noticed no one else was there. Oh. And so, like, for two weeks, this kid's in the hospital, and she goes and visits him every day. And then at the end of this, she's thinking, man, I I could be a foster mom for this little guy. Mm -hmm. And so she signs up, takes all the classes, and becomes his foster mom. Oh, yeah. Right there, you're about to tear up right now. The story keeps getting better. Okay, precious. So amidst all of this, she gets engaged to this dude named Tim, who's another teacher at this school. Mm -hmm. And so these two uh, get engaged, uh, and they get uh, married. And uh, little Nate is their ring bearer, which is adorable. And then, like, she had always hoped that he would be able to go back to his regular family. And then the state was like, that's not happening. It can't happen. Why don't you adopt him? (gasps) And so, Nate, I know, right? Oh, I'm so emotional. Uh, So, uh, Tim and Jenna both uh, adopted Nate as their son. And they did it on uh, November uh, 18th, two years ago. And that happened to be National Adoption Day. It's like, come on, you can't write this story like that. And how old was Nate? He was uh, six at the time. Or no, eight. Now he's ten. Gosh, that is just the sweetest thing. Oh, I know. It's amazing. And this is a teacher who was not afraid to take her work home, literally, you know, and made a huge difference in this kid's life. She said, I've met a lot of children. I've been teaching for 14 years. And Nate has every reason to be grouchy or grumpy, but he's not. He actually is the total opposite. There's just a light that nothing can dim. And you're like, oh, I love it. That's going above and beyond. Yeah, those are the stories that are like, you know what? I know there's a lot of broken in the world. I know there's a lot of bad in the world, but these are the things that make you go, 
there's also a lot of hope. Yes. And and there's a lot of kindness and, and love. And this teacher is living proof of that. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. It's time for one of the most popular segments we do on the show called Snap Judgment. And this is where we play a snippet of a song. We all have a judgment about it. And then we play the hook to see if our opinion has changed. And uh, that information then is listened to by our boss, Steve. And he sees what people are saying about these songs. And who knows, one of these songs might make it into rotation here at Way FM because you determine which song we play. Our opinion just gets the ball rolling. You make the final call here. And I do think that people appreciate the honesty of it. Because some places, like, you never talk, say negative things about anything or any music. But it's like, well, some songs I don't like, you know. <laughs> and and I think people appreciate just, hey, you're being honest about it, you mm-hmm. know. And But then some songs we love. So that, Yeah, true. And sometimes you have to hear it twice. And then you're like, now I really like it. Happens to me a lot during Snap yeah. Judgment. I'll be out on something. And then when I play it back the second time, I'm like, oh, why was I out? I kind of mm-hmm. like that. So here we go. Uh, song number one. What do you got, Rock? We don't know who the artist is. It's called For the Love of God. A little play on words there. People always say, oh, for the love of God, but they mm-hmm. made it Christian. Okay. That's interesting. It's it's interesting enough that I want to hear more. Mm. Um, I don't love that per se, but I'm like, yeah, the I'm cadence like, is fun. I'm like, yeah, and it's kind of that like high pitched thing. I'm like, where's it gonna go? So I'm gonna be in on this because I want to see where it's going. So I'm in, Betty Rock. I'm in, but alone as it is. Like if the song like kept it. going like that, I'd be fine with okay, it. So, so Betty, I'm okay. in. Gavin? Yeah, I'm in in the same way that Ooh. you are. Like, if it makes me want to hear more, I've got to be in. That's very true. Okay, so here's the hook now of uh, For the Love of God. Where would I be? Where would I be if it wasn't for the love of God? Whoa. This song of victory. Well, that took a turn. Like, that took a big turn. It's like two different songs. <laughs> yeah, and it really is. Like, how did you get from uh, this to this? Okay, that's being a bit dramatic. I, I don't know about that. Okay, I'm, I'm out. Uh, is I, it because of the pace? Yeah, it, it has a weird drop to me that Ooh. I'm like, I expected it to go and yeah. build and explode and be like, whoa, this is dope. And now I'm like, <laughs> so that's my opinion. But again, it's my opinion. It doesn't mean that you don't love it and it didn't resonate with you. Betty Rock. I love it. Still in. Really. Yes, and I really like the, what do you call like the orchestra behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Little staccato. Little staccato. I'm all in. Okay. Gavin? I'm also in. I am with you that I'm disappointed that it didn't go a certain direction, but I actually enjoyed the lyrics of it, and I like uh, the twist that he put on the for lo- for the love of God that's true. Uh, line. So I liked that part. Lyrics so. are well, important, right? And obviously they're not to you because they were all about God. And <laughs> I, you're, I'm out. I couldn't get past it. I'm sorry. <laughs> this time I was like, what, "Who just put the brakes on this song, man?" <laughs> I'm really curious to find out who it is because I don't even know who that is. So all right, that's song number one. You've heard our opinions. Now you formulate your own. We've got one more song to put up, and then we will uh, let you decide which song gets played here on the radio. Betty Rock, what is song number two, please? Number two is called Running Home. Okay, Running Home. Here is the snap of Running Home. Gonna run this race to my final step. Gonna sing this song to my final breath. Okay, there we go. Let's start with you, Lady Rock. In or out? I'm out. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, like the does not help it? Out. Okay, so Betty Rock is out. Gavin? I feel like the phrase Running Home, I want the music to 
make me want to run okay. home. That hmm. didn't make me want to run. Okay. Anything crawl. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Let me just sit. You guys are very uh, judgy today mm. on this. What about uh, you? I thought it was fantastic. No, you uh, didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the deal with this. I think it's okay, but if I only think it's okay, I have to take myself out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the rule. Like, if you if you're like, no, I, I want to see where it goes. Like, then I can put myself in. But this one, I'm like, that's oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm hoping I'm having I'm having big hopes for the hook. Though. Right. So here we go. This is the hook of running home. Okay, I'm glad I waited. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's, I love this. He's at the top of his range and going for it. If one half step higher, he's not going to hit it. So he knows his limits. Uh, I think I know who that might be. Uh, But again, we don't tell you who it is. I am 1 billion percent in on that hook. Betty Rock. I'm in as well. Are you really? I like it. You changed your opinion, so that's good. Gavin. Yeah, he he sold me. I'm I'm all the way in. A solid uh, performance on the hook. All three of us in the first song here. I'll give you a little taste of it. Because again, remember, you're making the decision as to which song you want to hear more of here on Way FM. This is the uh, first song, and this is For the Love of God. Where would I be? Where would I be if it wasn't for the love of God? And this is Running Home. So these are the two songs you have to choose from. All you got to do is tell us which one you want to hear more of and why. And you could make the call. And who knows, man, our boss Steve listens to this. And sometimes it helps affect his uh, decision. So 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM if you want to help us out with a little snap judgment. Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Amy, thank you so much for joining us for Snap Judgment. You have a big job, a lot of responsibility here. Of the two songs, you've heard the hooks. Which song resonated with you and you want to hear more of here on Way FM? Uh, I'm going to vote for I'm Coming Home. Running Home is the actual name of the song. So you're going with song number two, Running Home. Why that song? Because I heard it live this last weekend. By who? By Cochran and Company. I did not know that was Cochran and Company. I thought it was Darren from We Are Messengers, and uh, it ended up no. being Cochran and Co. A great song. This was the song that all three of us were in on, and I really did enjoy this song. But full disclosure, people calling, it was kind of right down the middle. It was almost a tie. Yeah, the song that you passed up on was For the Love of God, and that was by Andrew Rip. So I guess our boss, Steve, will probably have a tough time deciding between the two songs since it was so close. But you've made the call, Amy, and I respect it. We're doing Running Home by Cochran and Company on Snap Judgment.
uplifting Way FM. He's wise beyond his years. I can't really tell, but it seems like he's very good. Here's Gavin. Around one year ago, NFL quarterback Tom Brady announced his retirement from the NFL. And then a month later, said he was coming back. He recanted. So that was last year. He played this last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led them to the playoffs where they eventually lost to the Dallas Cowboys. But a few weeks after that, the 45-year-old suffering his defeat took to posting a short video on social media to give us all a quick life update. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So Thank you. uh, Really, thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. I appreciate him being at least that self-aware that he doesn't deserve two swan songs, even though he might have been the GOAT. I do appreciate that as well, but honestly, I won't believe it until mm-hmm. he passes. Oh no, the entire sports until world he is... dies. Yes, Wait because a second what? <laughs> yes, because I could see him be like, well, I just can't get enough of it. Yeah. Here I come back. Like nobody cares. Yeah. If you're gonna retire, retire. Call it. Yeah, just be done. Ugh. I have no clue. I, or I don't think he's ever gonna leave the world of football. He yeah. just last year signed this. 10-year contract with Fox to be a broadcaster, but then Fox even said uh, today that they were surprised by his announcement, and they don't have him set in their plans. I also don't know how it works where you sign a contract and then you say, no, I'm going back to football, but He's got that as an option. He's got a a meal plan thing called TB12. He also has hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank. He's going to be fine. He doesn't have to. Regardless of what Tom does, Tom will be fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's interesting, though, because... There was a rumor that because he went back to play football, that that cost him his marriage because Giselle wanted him to retire and he disrespected her needs, like her wishes. And that was the rumor that that was the final straw. We're actually going to talk about that a little bit in our aftercast today because we're running out of time on this. If you ever want to get our podcast, it's so simple. All you got to do is text the word or the letters TWS to 91979. And that's where we dive deeper into things that we have a little bit more time to go into. So that's our podcast. You can get it for free. TWS to 91979. And now for some good news. I've lived in Way FM. This here is the Wally Show. If you need a little pick-me-up, we do good news because the regular news is a bit of a bummer from time to time. So here we go. Three rapid-fire good news stories coming at you. Gavin, good news getting up. Go. There are two Ukrainian refugees that are heading to the Super Bowl this year. A couple near Kansas City sponsored them last year, and they've all been living together, actually. Oh, wow. So they were at the AFC Championship game, which was this last weekend between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Bengals. Chiefs won. The Chiefs then got involved and gave both couples tickets to no the way. big game. Oh, that's really cool. I like that. I love that. The American dream. People like, everyone gets to go to the Super Bowl. Not so much, you nope, know. not really. But that's really cool that it started with somebody being generous, yeah. and then I like when the story grows from there. That's really cool. Uh, uh, Betty Rock, what do you got? There's a woman who showed up at a Double Tree Hilton motel. She was crying, and she was there because her boyfriend had just broken up with her the day before, and she was supposed to fly home. Well, he had booted her out, and uh. she didn't want to be there anyways. So to his credit, he got her a hotel room, but he booked it for the wrong night. That's next level. What? <laughs> but the two employees at the Double Tree Hilton, they were so account- like helped her. They uh, just got her a discounted room, free 
free snacks and gave her a sympathy card. Oh, that's nice. The card's a nice little touch, too. I like it when uh, employees go above and beyond where they don't have to do things, but it makes their company like so much more uh, like press and better for their company, too. And mm-hmm. it doesn't take much from them, so good on them. Uh, and then finally, there was a couple named Andrew and Christy. They got into a near-fatal motorcycle accident. They were both badly hurt, but Andrew lost his memory. And like when he woke up, he thought it was 1993. Like again, and he didn't recognize his daughters, couldn't remember things from minute to minute. But his daughters asked to have his mom move next to him, uh, you know, because they thought it would help. And the crazy thing is, he started to improve, even though he didn't remember her. And then uh, he, you know, again, he thought it was 1993. Something amazing happened. They fell in love. What? Like, so it was real the first time. And even with like a head injury, he still uh, loved this lady. And then they fell in love. He proposed again. But now he's made a full recovery, which is great. And he was asked, how do you feel? He said, what did I do? Uh, (laughs) And so uh, he got his memory back with the exception of the accident. So there you go. Got married to the same love of his life twice. Nice. And that's your good news. Giddy up for today. Lifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and we're gonna do a whole lot of history game. This is where we take the phones of each of us and we look through our history, our Google search, and we write down some of the interesting, funny, odd, weird things we've Googled. And you have to guess who you think made that search. Okay, it's very simple. That's all you have to do. Uh, you get enough right, you win a prize here on Way FM. Uh, we'll do this. Uh, Betty Rock, you are gonna be the contestant uh, for this example. Okay. Uh, is a green line on your fingernail a sign of cancer? Who do you think Googled that, <laughs> Gavin or myself? Uh, I'm going to say it was Gavin because you've said in the past, Wally, that uh, y- you will be a cow in a field when it comes to health situations. That's true, like yeah. you don't go for a checkup unless your wife is making you right. go. And with Gavin, he's pretty concerned about a lot of things (laughs) and so i think he would be concerned with the green line on his thumb on his thumbnail yeah gavin did you uh google green line on your thumb no i did not i've never seen a green line on my thumbnail or just any of my nails so you did i did yeah i had a green line that was going up my thumbnail and i had seen and it was weird at the time i had this i had also seen like some story about you can get melanoma in your fingernails and i instantly i'm like okay this is it i knew i was i knew it was gonna get me eventually this is it. What did you find out? Uh, that, yes, you can. Like a green line in your nails uh, can be a sign of uh, melanoma. So, so did you go to the doctor? No, I did not. Well, is it is it gone? Yeah, it's gone now. Oh, yeah, no, you're good. I figured I was good. Yeah, cancer's gone. Yeah, my green line wasn't as thick as some of the pictures oh I saw, gosh. so I just I just I let it ride out, and it grew out. I was fine, I guess. Yay! <laughs> yeah. See, there you go. All right, that's how the game works. And if you want to play along for a prize, you can do it right now. Eight five five. 33-WAY-FM is the number. That's 855-33-WAY-FM for our whole lot of history game right now. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Jerrica, thank you for joining us for a whole lot of history. This is where we look at the history searches on Google of the different members of the show, find one, and you just have to tell us who you think searched that thing, okay? So here we go. And remember, it doesn't have to be all three of us. It could be two from one person, one from another, you know, that kind of thing. So you just got to go based on what you think you know about us. Where can I shake hands with an otter? Where can I shake hands with an otter? Who do you think Googled that? Gavin? myself or Betty Rock? Betty Rock. 
Betty Rock, you didn't even hesitate. You said that pretty confidently. Why do you think Betty would have Googled that? Because I feel like I would Google that, and I feel like uh, <laughs> we're a lot alike. Okay, well, I'm sorry about that. My condolences. Uh, so, <laughs> Gavin, did you Google this? I didn't, but I desperately want to know the answer to this question. I did not Google this, but it does not mean that I don't want to shake hands with an otter. That would be amazing. <laughs> so, process of elimination, Betty Rock. Yes, it was me, because I saw this video Woo! on TikTok, and it's the cutest thing. It's these otters that will stick their hands through the holes of the glass and you can pet them and it is just so precious come to find out you can do this in georgia at their wildlife zoo you can do it well there you go that's one question down you got to get one more right here we go can i recycle a toilet seat who do you think uh chose to google that gavin betty or myself you me I'm not the biggest fan of recycling, and I don't think I would recycle a toilet seat to someone, honestly. Gavin? I did Google this because... Oh, I, I that was my second guess. I did recently break a plastic toilet oh, did seat. Did you really? Uh, by sitting on it, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did find out, yeah, you can recycle toilet seats. Okay, well, no point there. Here we go, uh, down to the last one. Mess-free one-day bathroom renovation. Who do you think Googled that? You. So you're going to go with me, Wally. Oh, this is hard. Gavin, did you Google this? No, I don't do the whole DIY thing. And I do a lot of DIY. Betty Rock, did you do this? No. No, uh-uh. I did, oh. actually. So you were right. You got it right. I've been looking at like Yay. these commercials on TV of Bath Fitter, and it's like they've got these showers, walk-in showers for like old oh people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but they just seem so low maintenance, you know? It's like you don't have to wow. ever like spray them down and stuff. You're already preparing for retired life. I really am. It seems like the best <laughs> idea ever. So uh, you got that one right. That's your second one. Jerrica, you're a winner today on Whole Lot of History. I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face face and she was just happy to be there just happy to be with us and it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there <laughs> because of my sponsorship for Vivian through compassion I'm able to write letters back and forth with her I'm now getting updated photos and now I think she's even taller than me which is crazy to think but I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food clean water and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible And I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Uplifting Way FM. If it's trending, streaming, or starring, Betty Rock's got it. Betty Rock's got it. On The Rock Report. Hey, Betty. They've been threatening it for a while, and they've finally done it. Starting next month, Netflix is cracking down on no, password no. sharing. You know what I'm starting next month? Uh, Hulu. You know? <laughs> oh, you're going to drop your Netflix? Yes, I will. Well, here's yeah. how they detailed their plan of action. 
with your phone or smart TV, each uh. subscriber each subscriber will be asked to connect to the Wi-Fi at their primary location and open the Netflix app on your web uh, or the website. Then you watch something at least once every 31 days. That's easy to do. But doing this will create a trusted device so you can watch Netflix wherever you roam okay so let's say you're watching netflix at home on your phone wherever you take your phone you can easily i never watch, watch it. it on my phone though i don't i can't take my tv off the wall with me netflix well i guess too if you programmed it on your fire stick or your yeah. roku wherever you that took would count. that you could take that oh I, I don't know well maybe not because it wouldn't have your wi-fi but we're gonna have to figure all this out oh, anyway netflix <laughs> too but much the question remains let's say a subscriber is outside the home they right. go to a friend's house or a hotel room and try to log into their account there. Well, Netflix claims you will be asked to request a, quote, temporary code. Once you're provided (laughs) that code, you will have to sign into your account again, and it will give you access for seven consecutive days. Oh, it's got a timer on yeah, it too. Yeah, great. And what more, if you're on a big trip? Yeah, double authentication nonsense. It's not, okay. Here's the deal, Netflix. I have a daughter, like, and she's part of my family, and my family. She uses my Netflix. Mm-hmm. I should be allowed to have my daughter, who I pay for, use my Netflix. I use my parents, even Netflix. if she's not at my house. Like that's crazy oh. town. Like, that's so frustrating. I mean, I know in the grand scheme of things, it's a first world problem, but I hope this crushes their stock, honestly. <laughs> like, I really do. And then they go, oh, that was dumb. We need to rectify but this. But they Sorry. could be losing a lot of money from all they the passwords. I hope sharing. they lose more from people going, it's well, not yeah. worth it. I can get this other places. I doubt their it. Their hope would be that it's like, I'm on my parents' Netflix. Yeah. So. All of a sudden, I can't get onto it, and I'm going to go pay the increasing prices that they're right. raising them up to, like $18 a month. Right. And to be honest, I'm going to do it because like most of what I love is on Netflix, and I love all these other streaming services, but Netflix is my favorite. And so, yeah, they're, they're going to get my money. That's what frustrates me is they started yeah. doing really good documentaries uh-huh. and stuff, and you're like, oh, and that the F1 uh, drive to survive, oh, so good. that's coming up. <laughs> so good. I know. See, that's what they're doing. They're I getting know. you hooked so that when they raise the price or they do this password we all put up thing, with it. you just put up. Oh, I hate that. I hate being taken advantage of. It's like a bad relationship. It really is. And I'm the like angry girlfriend in this one. <laughs> I'm leaving you. You always take advantage of me. That's what it feels like. All right. Well, there you go. You have been forewarned, and now you can make your decision as to how you want to handle uh, Netflix. Uplifting Way FM. This is The Wally Show. And moms are culinary geniuses, culinary wizards, especially if you got a big family. And you're trying to save money. Like, my mom was really good at this. My mom made some casseroles like a boss uh, and got the most. She stretched the most out of every meal that she could with <laughs> us because uh, she had, like, five kids yeah. to feed. And you've got to, if you're if you're going to feed kids, if you're going to make sure that they go to bed with a full yeah. stomach, you've got to stretch a dollar. you got to know how to. And you know what? That doesn't mean you have to uh, eat just noodles. You know, like, can you upscale these recipes? Can you make them a little bit better? Uh, I know my mom would make uh, spam back in the day. Mm. Oh, look at your face. Your face grimaces like you felt sorry for me. I love spam. Spam is great. <laughs> I just don't know what it is. It's spiced ham, basically. But it's it, in a can. Yeah, and it used to be really cheap. That was the thing. Spam was cheap. Now it's luxury. Uh, <laughs> it's more expensive than it should be, uh, but it was really cheap. So my mom would uh, make spam, and she would uh, cook it, but she would 
fool us by making the really nice glaze that you have on ham. Ooh. And so orange juice, brown sugar, and stuff like that. So I grew up thinking, I'm eating ham with an SP. This <laughs> so is great. She upscaled that. She did upscale it like a boss. It was fantastic. <laughs> and to this day, I love Spam. And if I ever have it, I make the uh, the, the same sauce. The glaze? The glaze, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring so, it in sometime. Oh, yeah. it's good. Well, you guys, I brought things in for you guys before that you don't like. My mom made Fisherman's Wharf Jambalaya. Yeah. Uh, it, this was a good one. This was uh, chicken rice cerrone. Sounds good. Ham, chunks of ham. Uh, you can use spam. Uh, <laughs> onion, uh, stewed tomatoes, mm. and here's the bring it home. Yes. This is the thing it that sounds, makes it jambalaya. It sounds solid so far. Tuna fish. No. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> my wife won't eat it either, uh, but I love it. Whenever my wife is gone, I'll make it and have it for like three days. Okay, so here's what I'm curious about. What were those poverty meals that you had? Like those meals that as a kid, your mom was stretching that dollar, but she did her best to make it like really good for you. And and to me, I still make these things. We had beef aroni, hamburger meat, and, and beef rice aroni. We had that. I ate it. I thought it was great. You know, I still like it to this day. So I'm curious, do you have one of those meals from your childhood? 855 855- 33-WAY-FM. What did your mom add to the meals? Did she make mac and cheese but go, we got to make this special. Let's chuck in some tuna, you know, or whatever. And uh, I'm just curious. 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. So what was that meal for you there, Lance? It was the go-to goulash. Go-to goulash? Now, I love goulash. Uh, What was in your goulash? Oh, she had the macaroni, stewed tomatoes. Uh, She used to get the big rolls of the hamburger back in the day that was, I don't know, 99 cents for a huge roll. And she'd do the hamburger, the spices, and I'm the youngest of five boys, all athletes, so she had a huge pot, and we would eat that for like two or three days. It was amazing. Now, you mentioned the roll of hamburger meat. Uh, that's my speed. Yeah. That's what my mom would get, you know, because it was cheap. I had a uh, plastic spoon in my mouth. I grew up with a plastic spoon. My wife grew up with a silver spoon. And uh, I was explaining to my wife's mom one day about, like, this noodle dish that we had with, with, with beef, like, hamburger meat in it. I'm like, it's like beef stroganoff type thing. She's like, oh, do you mean steak stroganoff? I'm like, oh, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I meant beef because we couldn't afford steak later. <laughs> but then I knew I was marrying into a good That's family, right. and I did everything to protect that relationship. <laughs> well, Lance, well, I appreciate you being on the show with us today, man. Thank you. All right, guys. Do you have a meal like that from when you were a kid? Yeah. So one of our favorite meals was to take a tortilla, add pizza sauce, some pepperoni and cheese, and then slap a big old hot dog on there, too. Oh, you had me till the hot dog. <laughs> That's where it got weird. Uh, yeah, it was great, though. Have you ever done spaghetti with just ketchup because you couldn't afford the spaghetti sauce? Oh, yeah, or it's like ramen and you add weird sauce to it to make it better. Yeah, to make it not taste like the box that it came in. Yes, absolutely. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> All right, Alicia, you're up. What was that meal that your mom maybe tried to upscale a little bit, but it was definitely not a high-class meal? It was this can of beef that came. It was just plain silver. It didn't even have, like, a a label, paper label around it or anything. It just said beef with a picture of a pig on it. And so then you open the can up and you dump it out, and it looks like just gunk. Like this, what is this gunk around 
this so-called beef and so when you stuck it in the skillet um i noticed that it melted and that it basically made for if you didn't have any oil to put in the skillet and you couldn't afford it so there went your oil to 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 do your beef and then she would mix that with a can of beef stew and then it turned into something great man i gotta tell you you were making me hungry like oh yeah canned beef i still to this day have corned beef hash out of a can and I absolutely yeah, I love it. That too. <laughs> Please stop talking. Please stop talking. <laughs> well, Alicia, uh, we'll have to have you over for lunch one day and have you make this for us. Absolutely. <laughs> Behold God stuff. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And God stuff is where we talk about some of the things that happen outside the church sometimes. And this was kind of cool. You never know how God's going to use a difficult time to turn people's hearts and his attention towards him. And so in a new poll, uh, you know, after the outstanding prayer movement for NFL's DeMar Hamlin, most say that public prayer is effective. What? That's encouraging. Effective, Fascinating. Effective as in how? It worked. Like like praying and you got an outcome. Now that's a dangerous thing too because when you right. pray and you don't get the outcome you wanted, then it looks totally different and then people are mad at God. Yeah, cuz some people treat God like he's a genie in a bottle. Exactly. And so but but the overall part of this that I think is interesting is says the poll uh, reveals that the public calls to prayer for DeMar Hamlin's collapse from cardiac arrest uh, and his miraculous healing have, at least for the moment, brought Americans together across the partisan divide. Because what they did was they did this with um, potential voters. And I guess they were looking at a connection between faith and politics, you know, kind of thing. And so for this, uh, they said 67% of the voters that were polled in this believe that public calls for prayer in a national tragedy, uh, after a national tragedy, are effective. Uh, you know, and DeMar and Hamlin is no ex- exception to that. And only 19% of people after these things said, uh, it's just garbage. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting that when something's big and it feels out of our control, the majority of people are saying, yeah, it's okay to turn to God, you know? Mm-hmm. And now we should be doing that all the time, mm-hmm. you know? But at least it's good in this world where we've stripped God out of everything it feels like. I think that was a moment where God shined. And it had a good outcome, and, and so it had a positive effect on people. Right, especially when you hear that prayer that that one guy did on ESPN. Absolutely. Man, that, that, was, that was good. I've heard it all day, like thoughts and prayers. I've heard the Buffalo Bills organization say that we believe in prayer. And maybe this is not the right thing to do, but I want it's just on my heart that I want to pray for it is. Lamar Hamlin right, right, right now. I'm going to do it out loud. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to bow my head, and I'm just going to pray for him. God, we come to you in these moments that we don't understand, that are hard. Uh, and I love the believe. honesty in his prayer, and it mm-hmm. wasn't this eloquent prayer, but it was like spot on. But people resonated with that. And and again, I think that, do I believe that God causes bad things to happen to people? I don't believe that myself, but no. I do believe that he uses it yes. and will turn people's hearts to him, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we allow him to. And I thought that was a really cool thing was prayer took precedent over football and over life for a little bit and maybe people that were suspect of it or sketchy with it they saw it in a different light and that's definitely a good thing and that's your god stuff for today well the podcast is over but there's still the aftercast it's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast be sure to rate us on itunes as well as connect with us on facebook twitter instagram youtube and tiktok just search wally show and if you'd like to join our facebook group made exclusively for you potties the link is in the description of this podcast 
thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.